to make it a lot fancier than it actually is. I know. I was like trying to be very British. Like, no, it's not a, it's not a ball. Oh, it's an no. orb. Uh, we're going to do so many British accents in this. Sorry. It's going to be great. And then we're going to talk about my Cockney accent. Oh. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. So exciting is that in preparation for this episode, mm-hmm. I took many notes. Um, very good. I see you took notes in pencil. It's just a yeah. fun thing to add. <laughs> I don't have anything I just to want, say about I just want that. the listeners to feel immersed. I am so stoked about this episode. Me too. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Oh, great. Uh, would you like to tell our lovely listeners what it's about. Yeah, um, everybody, Renee is obsessed with British game shows. And not just, like, the ones that have come to America. I'm talking about, like... (laughs) Not just the ones that have crossed the pond. (laughs) First of all, Mm -hmm. should we explain what this podcast is? Uh, Fine. (laughs) Okay, yes, but this is Your Next Obsession. Yes, it is, which is both the name of the podcast and what it is in your life. Yeah, um, hopefully. Um, You know who we are, but just in case you forgot, I'm Renee. And I'm Quinn. And we've known each other for hashtag almost 20 years. Wow. Which is redonk. Oh, goodness. Uh, And the fun thing about this podcast Mm -hmm. is that even though we've known each other for two decades, we keep learning more about each other. And the more we learn, the more we love. It's very true. And that's true in your life, too, hopefully. It is. Meeting new people, the people who've been in your lives. It's always those fun little niche obsessions. Absolutely. Make you fall in love even more. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. So one of my small niche obsessions, as Quinn so eloquently put it, the the obsession may be small and niche, but the love she has for it is gargantuan. You know what? I feel like that should be the tagline for the whole podcast. <laughs> because it's small things that we love. Intensely. So much. <laughs> to um, an almost unhealthy degree. Uh, I mean, obsession is a, That is what an obsession is. Um, so the fun thing about how I came into loving British game shows is you were there. It was when we were mm-hmm. living together. Yep. And I got deep into the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I mean we've all we've all been there. Which, as I previously mentioned, is one that has crossed the pond. Um, Absolutely, it really has taken on a life of its own. Fucking has inside, deservedly so. Mm -hmm. So I got really deep into that. I had watched all of the episodes there were to watch, and and you had to go to YouTube, right? And I had to go to YouTube. Yes, you're following along. Yes, thank you. And so then I watched all of the ones on YouTube I could watch. And something to know about me is even if things don't need to be watched in chronological order. It is very important to me to watch them in chronological order. Right. Even if there might not be a huge difference to the viewer, you really want to experience And there's at always every a level. small thread. Like they do always mention some right. things that like, oh, if you haven't seen it, not a big deal. But if you have it, it adds to it. It adds to it. So anyway, so I watched all of the episodes on YouTube that I could watch in as much of an order as I could. Mm-hmm. And then I ran out and I got really sad. And I think it was like two in the morning. And I was on my laptop. And I was probably asleep. No, you were definitely fast asleep. <laughs> and I was on my laptop and I found out uh-huh. that in Britain, they do have all of the episodes on YouTube. Oh, wait. I remember where this yep, is going. Yep, yep, okay, yep. great. So I tried for hours, <laughs> for literal hours, to change my IP address mm, yeah. to be in the UK. I remember this now. 
It did not work. No. <laughs> Despite my best efforts. But in that whole, you know, rigmarole of trying to figure that out, I stumbled upon the beautiful world of British game shows that are only airing in Britain. Because mm-hmm. they just aren't really popular enough to make the leap, but are very popular there, as mm-hmm. I've come to learn. I have watched many. Quinn has made fun of me for many. <laughs> Almost all of them. Oh, um, the only, but I'll be honest, the only one I truly remember you being obsessed with yes. is the one with the orb, the golden orb. I don't. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you said there talking. was like a golden ball in one oh, of Oh, golden balls. <laughs> yes. Can't um, wait. So I watched many. At different points in my life, I have loved many. Mm-hmm. But the two that I'm going to talk about today are my two favorites. They have stood the test of time, both in Britain and in my heart. Okay, wonderful. Um, and they are called Pointless mm-hmm. and Only Connect. You definitely made fun of me for Pointless for a long time because you were like, what's because, the point? Oh, yeah, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, because <laughs> Can't resist a dumb joke. I'm like, oh, Pointless, but like, that doesn't make any fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, it is like questionable marketing that you would name a show Pointless. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a reason oh, the that we'll follow up on But yeah. So I just love it because I love watching it. Mm-hmm. But then I did research on both of those shows just mm-hmm. to get a little, little context. Yeah, I love it. A little background. I love it. Great. Which one are we starting off with? I think we're going to start off with Pointless. Uh, a great um, place to begin. It's the one I've been watching the most recently, so fresh in the mind. So Pointless, the general, the, the gameplay mm-hmm. of Pointless is that there are four teams of two, okay, or couples, like they call them, mm-hmm. even if they're not romantically involved. And each round they get asked a question, and it's basically the opposite of Family Feud. Both shows... Or, like, they ask a general question and then poll 100 people. And in Family Feud, you want to try and guess the most popular Popular. answer. In Pointless... And guess the least popular Exactly. You want to guess the the most obscure and ideally get an answer that is pointless because nobody... Nobody suggested it. But you can't, like, make something up, right? Exactly. So it has to be correct. Okay. But but so niche that nobody else said it. So So going off of that, they had one that was, like, any spice... That is in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Wow, that's yeah. broad. It, so it's there's broad. a lot of exactly. Spices. So like they pulled a hundred people. They gave a hundred people a hundred seconds to just name as many as they could. Mm. So if like eighty four people said sage, right? And you said sage, you would get eighty four points. Okay, which is like a lot. But if you said like lamp because you didn't know what a spice was, you would get a hundred points because it's wrong. So it has to be correct and niche. Do you not want to get points? Exactly. So you want the least oh, amount of points it's at the like, end of the It's round. like bowling. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Don't you want nope, to like get a low score? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> oh, the knowledge of sports. That's honestly the biggest thing is I don't understand how we are still friends. But. So, yeah, so that's like the general premise. So there are two kinds of questions. There are questions like that that are like open-ended and broad. Mm-hmm. And then there are questions that are like we put seven song titles that have the word star in them and the first letter of the band who sung it. And you have to look at the board, see which ones you know, and then try and do the one you think the least amount of people knew. So there's a lot more layers to it than Family Feud. It's a lot of like reverse psychology. Kind of, but but generally it's like, okay, a bunch of people were polled. You're, you're trying to find the thing that the least amount of people knew. So like you're trying to show that you have the most niche knowledge. Okay, I like it. So yeah, so it's really interesting. Some of them are super hard. Some of them are really fun. And mm. it's just like a word that ends in O-U-N-D. And it's like, oh, they're really obvious ones. But there are obviously going to be pointless ones because there are so many words. Yeah, because there's lots of words. And could for that one, could you pick, like, words in another language or no? 
Okay. Something that is fun okay. is that if you're on the show, unless you like get to the last round, you are guaranteed to be on the show twice. So you'll come back the next day. So sometimes it's like three okay. returning teams. Sometimes it's one returning team. Sometimes it's no returning teams. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of fun. Yeah. And that is one reason I like to watch it in order is like see the teams come back. Right. You didn't get it. Okay. So that is the general gameplay. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Something I should have said before. Oh, no. Is that in the, in the gameplay of the first, uh, I guess, two rounds, mm-hmm. um, there are two rounds of each round because only one person in the couple what? can answer. Okay. I'm sorry. I guess round is maybe not a good word to say. Sessions? Sure. In the first session, session. it's the same question, mm-hmm. but like if you and I were in a couple, I right. would go first, say my answer, Some the, one the person other in the next couple would, would say go first, answers. and then they... Okay, and then I understand. it would come back around, and then you would, and then the other like. So there okay. are eight answers. Given and do they them. alternate who gets to go first? Yeah, yeah. So they because, go like couple right. one, two, three, four, and then four, three, two, one. Because you can't obviously you can't say something that somebody else has said. Oh, obviously yes. Um, but then in the head to head round, you you work as a couple, mm. and in that round, you are answering the same question as the other couple, and then whoever gets the lowest score gets a point, and the first to two points goes on to the pointless round. With a lot of of points. (laughs) So so if you win the head-to-head, that is when you win the coveted pointless trophy, which is just a glass cube with, like, the pointless logo in it. What's the logo? Well, I'm so glad you asked. The logo (laughs) is encased in the glass cube are etched discs, and there are a hundred of them, because in the gameplay... When you answer a question, the way that you find out how many people answered it is that the, there's a line that starts at the top, and then it goes down the line of discs, and it goes, and like it stops at the number okay. of people. Uh, people that say, oh, I see. Okay. So well, okay, yeah. I get it. So what's fun is if in any of the first rounds you get a pointless answer, mm-hmm. 250 pounds gets added to the grand prize of 1,000 pounds oh. at the end. So that's cool. So the minimum you can get is a thousand pounds. Is a thousand if you pounds? Because um, you could win without ever getting a pointless answer, yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Whoever has the lowest points, exactly. Like win it. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the bonus is then trying to win the a thousand pounds. You could go home and win nothing. Nothing. What? Yeah. Which is like a common fucking theme in a lot of British game shows. That you just win no money? Yeah, so you win the coveted pointless trophy. Fuck that shit. And then you have to do a whole nother round. I'm sorry, you're leaving your job to go on TV and play this game with some complex ass rules and you could walk home with fucking nothing? I'm sorry, did you not hear that you get the coveted pointless trophy? I'm sorry, was that not fully A cube of glass? <laughs> Whoop-de-fucking-do. I'm sorry, there are etched discs. <laughs> Lest we forget the etched disc. When they say the coveted oh pointless God. trophy... They, I'm like, sorry, they, every episode they say the coveted pointless trophy. I mean, it's kind of like funny because... <laughs> wow, I mean, it is kind of funny because when you think about it, all trophies are pointless. It's true. Um, but and what's fun is you also only get one, and it's like there are two. And you have to share. I don't know. Maybe they give you two if you guys don't like live together. Do you like? But anyway, alternate one year on one year. Every time they say the coveted pointless trophy, there is probably like a 
five to ten second, very dramatic, cut-together shots of the Pointless Trophy Hmm. with very dramatic music. I love it. It's like in... um, Anyway, so then you have to do a whole nother round that is called the Pointless Round, Uh where you get... Okay, I'm sorry. So if you get to the end of the rounds and you have the least amount and you're tied? What? Or just is the last round the Pointless Round? So there's the head-to-head round, where the two last teams standing go head-to-head. Okay. And whoever gets the lowest score twice in different questions mm-hmm. goes on to the pointless round. Which is when you can get the money. the money, yes. Okay. So if you get to that round, first of all, you can't come back the next day if you get to that round. So if it's your first show, that's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they give you four options of categories. You pick which category you think you'd be the best at. And then in that category, they give you three kind of like questions. Mm. And then you have a minute to try and come up with three answers. It can be one from each question. It can be three from only one question. And one of your answers has to be pointless in order to win the money. So you can win the show, but Mm -hmm. lose the pointless round and just get no money. Absolutely. And if that happens, the money rolls over into the next show. Oh. Yeah. Which makes sense from like a production standpoint. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't make a difference to them if they give away a thousand pounds Right, five every, nights yeah. or five thousand pounds one night. It's right. still the same amount of money, so it's kind of like but it like fun. builds tension. Exactly, it does because I could see how that would not be satisfying for a viewer if you're like, wow, they didn't get any pounds, wah wah. But then yep. you would be enticed to keep watching if you knew that the next people had a shot at winning twice as much. Exactly. Right. So it's fun. So that is a very brief recap of pointless. And the thing that I love about it is um, there are two presenters, Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman. Alexander Armstrong is like the main presenter, and then he introduces all of the couples, and then he goes, and my pointless friend, Richard. And like always says something funny about Richard, because Richard is like six foot seven, and has like created the show. Wasn't supposed to be in it. But then when they were like pitching it, he and Alexander Armstrong went to university together, and well, he asked, they went to uni to get yeah, that. They did. <laughs> and they, he asked Alexander Armstrong to come on and be the host. Oh. And the only reason Alexander Armstrong said yes is because they were buds. Yeah. Um, because he had been slated to be the presenter for a different game show and said mm-hmm. no because he didn't want his career to be like pigeon toed into presenting. Question yes. What do you study at uni? If you want to go into game show presenting. Um, great question. Not game show presenting. Okay. I know. It's <laughs> like, the what's, what's the career path to being a presenter? I feel like being a comedian. Because, like, both of them are comedians also. Oh, okay. That's the and, missing piece. But, again, yeah, I just think it's so cute that the only reason he decided to say yes after, like... Because he was bad. Yeah, because he, like, blatantly made a career choice of not wanting to be a presenter. Oh. And then, like, turned around and said yes. And Richard was only on it to do the, like, the pitch, to do, like, the proof of concept. And then it was just, like, great and had great chemistry. And they're fucking hilarious. I love it. They're so cute with their back-and-forth little banter. They're like us. They honestly, I was going to say that. And the fact that you said it is just even Proves more the point. Proves the point. point. Basically, we should host a game show. <laughs> Would that not be my, on crayon? My fucking dream. I mean, we know how much I love just all game shows. Yeah, I would too. probably get very distracted frequently. But if it yes. was a game show like Great British Bake Off, I feel like we could rock it. That's very true. We, we have like a Melon Sue kind of vibe. Oh, we absolutely do. Um, should we move on to the other game show that I forgot the name of? Only Connect? Yeah, Only Connect. We should. Oof, that says a lot about me. 
so that one is just like fun and super easy and it's fun because like there are some sorry going back to pointless oh yeah sorry super easy because like there's some questions that are so specifically british that i literally have no idea what's going on but then there's some that are just like word problems Mm -hmm. or like spices like i mentioned where it's like actually fun to play along Mm, i love a word problem and at the end of each round richard always like looks at the camera and says all the pointless answers and he's like Great work at home if you thought of any of those. Oh, um, I love that. Very yeah, I love it when they interact with the audience. I do too. And then they have a live studio audience. Of course they do, yeah. Anyway, it's lovely. Look up more about it. It's all on fucking YouTube. It's great. Um, also, there are 12 versions in 12 different countries. Wow. And apparently they did commission one for the U.S. and they filmed it. And then it just has never been shown. What? I know. Wow. Scandal. We that should find is- it. That is very exciting. The lost, the lost, lost tapes of Pointless USA. Okay. Only Connect is, as I just said, I watch so many game shows. Only Connect is far and away the most fucking difficult game show I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I think wow. I've only ever gotten like two answers right. So, Only Connect is hosted by Victoria Corin Mitchell. Wow, that is a British-ass name. So fucking funny and so Vi- lovely. What is it? Three names? Victoria what? Corin Wow. C-O-R-E-N. Victoria Corin Mitchell. Victoria Corin Mitchell. Um, and she actually, in my research, she's a professional poker player. Oh, I love when people are, like, secretly professional I poker know. players. Like, Nate Silver, the editor-in-chief of 538, plays poker professionally. That's not surprising. Um, Here's how it's played. There are four rounds. It's two teams of three okay. against each other the entire time. Like, nobody... That's like eliminated. Four rounds, round. two teams of three. Yes. Got they it. sit across from each other. Mm-hmm. They usually have super fucking nerdy names, like the team names, but they're so dickin' smart. It's amazing. So there are four different rounds. The first round, so there are six questions per for the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. And you they are represented by hieroglyphs, but the hieroglyphs really have nothing to do with the questions. It's just a way of differentiating them. Oh, okay, cool. So it's literally just like, oh, the two reads, because that's just the one on the top row. Like, it doesn't really matter. I got it. And so the first round, you were trying to find how four seemingly disparate things are connected. And they show them to you one at a time. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's really, it's fucking fascinating. But the, the earlier on in the sequence you get it, the more points you get. So if you get it after they only show you one, you get five points. Oh, I see. So you have to, like, find the pattern. Exactly. So, for example, if it was, like, the first one was red, and then the second one was orange, you could buzz in and be like, oh, colors of the rainbow, or, like, the rainbow in order. It would never be that easy, but it's something like that, where, like, the first one, when you just see red, could be anything. Right. Um, And so they go back and forth until all six questions are done. Okay. If you don't get it right, the other team can steal. Okay. But only up to one point. Like in Jeopardy. No? I've never watched a full episode of Jeopardy, so... I mean, I've seen it <laughs> I've, like, seen it when it's been, like, on, but I've never, like, sat down and been like, let me watch Jeopardy. Jeopardy. What? <laughs> no, it's not for me. Oh, God, we're so different. I know. Um, round two uh-huh. is super fun, because that one, it's still, you go back and forth, there are six total questions, there are... Um, but that time there are only three possible things in the sequence and you have to say what would come forth. Mm. So there's only like one right answer for it. Okay. So literally, I mean, the most basic would be like one, two, three, and then you'd be like, oh, four. Right. But they're much, much harder. I like that. What do the clues look like? Oh, oh, okay. So the clues usually are just like written out, but Mm -hmm. sometimes the way they're written is part of the hint and like part of the clue. Wow. So, for example, one clue 
ended up being in the sequence of round ended up being the four quadrants in um the old city like in jerusalem and the way they did it was like the first one was in the first corner of that clue and so part of the clue was like where they are and so that's very cool wow it's so good and so fucking hard round three is the connecting wall and there are 16 clues on a wall okay so four groups of four and what you're trying to do in two i think it's two and a half minutes or two minutes is put those 16 clues into four four clue categories of connecting things that is cool. And it's really cool. It's really hard because there are always, like, red herrings. There's always ones that would fit into two groups, but there's only one correct way to solve the wall. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, and you can get ten total points from that. You get one point for every row you, or, yeah, row, yeah, for every row you complete. You can get one point for telling them what the connections are, and then okay. two extra points if you get all of that right. Wow. Yeah, so that is an opportunity points, for points. points. And then round four is fucking random and has nothing to do with any of the other rounds, and it's just called Missing Vowels. And you get, and what you get is just a category of like songs by Elton John, and it gives you a song title, but all of the vowels are missing. Oof. And the spaces are in the wrong place. And that is the only one where it's a time thing because you're trying to buzz in before the other team. Oh, okay. And if oh, you wow. get it, just threw that one in there for shits and so gigs. random. And if you get that one, you get a point. But if you get it wrong, the other team gets a point. Oh. Like they don't have to get it. Oh, I see. So you have to be really sure. The fun thing about That's this, a lot of rules. It's a lot. The That's the thing, thing, though. It's like, I'm sure as you're watching it, you catch on what's faster, like explaining it to easier, someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not harder to explain it, but it is very fun. And they've gone through like many different formats for eliminating teams over the years. And each season has had between, like, there was a season with eight episodes and then there was a season with like 37 episodes. So they like have drastically changed hmm. over the years. But I think they finally like come that. to a more consistent elimination thing because it starts. With, like, a set amount of teams, like, 12 teams. And then the point is to, like, knock out other teams. So you come back. Like, your team keeps coming back until the last round and the finals. So not only do you do this, like, fucking hard-ass trivia that is four rounds long that is super difficult, you have to keep coming back to play other teams. And then when you get to, like, the final round and you play each other, obviously one person comes in first. Like, one team comes in first, one team comes in second. And this is over the course of, like, at least 30 episodes. Not that you would be on, but, like, the series is fucking long. And you win nothing. Excuse me? You win nothing. Excuse me? You win literally nothing? Do these people go on to, like, be famous or, like, have careers as smart people? I mean, they just are smart, but no. Wow. Yeah, that is very un-American. I don't mean that. And that's, like, not a good or bad thing. That's just the truth. No, and that's the thing that I think, I guess, segues beautifully into why I'm obsessed with these game shows, is that they're all just about the love right. of I, the game. As I was going to say, like, you have to really fucking love trivia or, like, weird-ass patterns and shit if you're going to, you know, commit what sounds like maybe a year of your life to shoot I mean, I potentially. Because I'm sure they could be like multiple in a day. Oh yeah, that's true. All of Jeopardy. Crazy. Yeah. But the reason, yeah, the reason I so love it is like it has all of the flavor and the things that people loved about the Great British Bake Off, which mm-hmm. is like they're so nice to each other and yeah. like it's not cutthroat or whatever. But the fact that they don't even win anything is wild. Is 
as you said, so un-American because everything in our culture is so around like beating somebody else mm-hmm. and getting money. Exactly. I mean, look at who our president is. Uh, Sorry. Sorry to take it there. Dark. But they're just so delightful. I love them so much. And I would just like to read some of the comments on the YouTube oh, videos. Because please. it's like the most delightful. Please do. In like, even when they this get is... disagreements. Okay. So, and also, it's just random people posting right, these right. episodes. It's not like... BBC isn't posting no, of that. Course not. It's like people who want to share it. Yeah, which is also so delightful. And most of the comments are like this. Most of them are, thank you for not only posting these, but also posting them quickly and regularly. Oh my God. Like, that's the first post on one of the YouTube. That's a very thorough thank you. I know. And then another one is, I really am very happy for the winning couple. I'm very happy to learn how kind-hearted they are, especially when they mention they will put some of the money to donation. Brilliant. Oh, my God. Like, so British, and I love it. And then one of them just says, Rachel is a bundle of fun. Oh, a bundle of fun? Yeah. And then another says, how dare they? the upload. I very much appreciated this and all your other uploads. Wow. These are the most gracious YouTube comments I, I have ever and seen. And then on Only Connect, one of them is, ha! Huh, Great episode. Victoria was in good form. Loved her little joke at Dave's expense at 11 minutes. At a specific time. Oh, I time saved it. So, like, you could click on it and it would go to that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, thank you so, so much for uploading. I got no connections and no sequences, but still loved it, which is essentially what happens to me every time I watch it. And then... These round fours are getting more intense by the episode. No kidding. So it is just like delightful. It's easy fun. I really enjoy watching like a few episodes before bed. Pointless is about 45 minutes long. Only connect is half an hour. Mm. So it's super easy. It's really fun. Just hundreds of episodes on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, no kidding. They clearly just crank them out. Whole seasons, or as they call them in Britain, series. Series, yeah, yeah. which is very confusing because here a series is like the whole show. And it just really fucks you up. Um... And I'm obsessed. Yeah, clearly. Do you have any more questions? Any more um, need to delve deeper into? I'm, I, like, well, are they on a specific channel? Like, is there, like, a game show network uh-huh. there like there is here? I mean, maybe there is, but this is more similar to Jeopardy in that, like, Jeopardy's on ABC. Mm-hmm. And both of these are on one of the BBCs. Oh, like okay. BBC one or two. I think both of them started at a lower one, and they got really, really popular, oh. and so they moved it to BBC one. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, they have, like, crazy high-viewing... Have you ever gone on and, like, found any of the people who've been on the show on social media or whatever? Like, do they still, tr- do they try and, like, use that as some kind no, of cachet? No, I mean, maybe they do. But yeah. I mean, the fun thing is, as I said, mentioned so many times, I love, first of all, as a broad genre competition, mm-hmm. both on TV and in life, love game shows, and just the British ones. I just, I'm so happy that I found, and it's also, like, peering into a different and I just found out in my research that they have an Australian version of Pointless. Oh. And I I live for Australian accents. Yes. So they're fun. That seems great. Actually, one of the YouTube comments I saw was like, like, no, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, don't even. Just don't try. <laughs> the terror I saw in your eyes as you tried to think about how you would say it was so intense I had to, I had to stop you. It's okay. You know, you know what to Yeah. You know what to stop you before okay. I try to go down that hole. Um. Literally, one of the comments was like, oh, they just stopped airing it in Australia. I'm oh. so grateful, like, that these YouTube videos exist. Thanks, of guys. all the British ones. It's amazing. There's, like, over a thousand episodes of Pointless. Wow. Wow. As of May 2019. So, like, That's, a That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of eps.
Okay, I feel like I have a really, a really thorough, well fleshed out um, understanding of two of these British game shows. I feel like They're I know the feel. I know they said I, I might, I might even watch one. I don't know. It's honestly it's just delightful and easy. And yeah, fun. what could go wrong? It's great. Okay, <laughs> segment time. Shall we head into a segment? Yeah, segments sound good. Well, I have spent much time chatting, so why don't you go first? And okay, great. Um, the pet peeve I want to talk about so is okay. Great. Sorry. Yeah. So this segment is pet peeves, and we talk about our pet peeves. Yep. That's it. <laughs> because they're basically the opposite of our obsessions. They're small niche things that bother us for more than they should. Yeah. Okay. So when you're at a restaurant with friends or with acquaintances and you order whatever and then the food comes and the person who's serving your food is like, oh, who got the this? And then the person you're with just like freezes, like they don't remember what they got or what you got. God, that irks me. It's like, just call it out. You're not on the spot. Just say what you got. Lift up a hand. It's not hard. You don't even have to say it. Like, you can literally just lift up your hand. Yeah, you just go, me. It was me. Yeah. And just, it, God, it drives me nuts. And it's so stressful. It's like, I don't know why that interaction is like so fraught for people where they're like, oh no, oh no, oh no, here comes my food. Oh no. But it, it, it bothers me. Like, just stop. Yeah. I know that I have like a lot of performance anxiety when it comes to right. ordering. Yeah. It can be And hard. that kind of thing. Because there's also that thing of like, do I grab the plate? Do I let you just yeah. like lay this plate in front of me? I like, think it, that, that is situational. Um, one of the things that I thought about actually on my way over here is when people curb their wheels the wrong way. Ooh, that is our Because it's like, ah. Oh, you were so close, and yeah. like, you really tried, and like, you I just see the effort. Really just missed the mark. <laughs> so yeah, like, that, that does bother me. Um, but the other thing about curved wheels is that that fun accident that I got into, like, mm. two years ago. Wait, I'm sorry. This is the perfect time to talk about this accident that you got really into. Is. It was, first of all, not Renee's fault, but, like, the circumstances, or it's, like, the most Renee thing to have ever happened, that Renee was just, like, on Sunset Boulevard, minding her own business, in traffic. Yes, I was in traffic. I was at a red light. Yeah. A lot of people started honking, which, might I add, if you've never been on Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. it's just incredibly common. Like, yeah. honking really, but it has lost all meaning. Yeah, it's just like background noise. And all of a sudden, I see in my rearview mirror a red Ford Bronco just barrel into me. Wow. And the really fun part about it is no one was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because they're break either failed or something and they didn't fucking curb their wheels oh or they God. didn't curb them correctly didn't and it just went into sunset and the best the, just the most fun part is that this large car was barreling down sunset and hit one car yeah just you <laughs> just you just you <laughs> really like what did you do in a past life to- oh no but <laughs> I'm like, sorry it's just so funny because like I'm, nobody likes to be powerless, but I feel like you like it even less than everyone else. <laughs> the idea that you're like sitting there and could literally do nothing to stop the imminent car accident is like, oh god. I was like, no. Yeah, you couldn't even go through it. Oh god, yeah. Such a great, such a great story. I mean, sucked for you, but. It sucked for me, but it was fucking hilarious. Okay, so that is a pet peeve of mine. Oh, no, yeah, okay, yeah. Here's actually, this is a big pet peeve of mine that mostly my boyfriend does is I'll say something or I'll ask him something and be like, hey, can you do this? And he, he, it's not intentional. It's just like his way of like 
saying okay is just to repeat the question back. So if I'm like, I'll explain. So if I'm like, hey, can you can you pass me that orange or whatever? He's like, oh, you want me to pass you the orange? I'm like, fucking yes. That's what I just said. It drives me bananas. And it's like, and it's like, it's totally not his fault because it's just like what he says. I'll be like, or I'll be like, hey, open the door, and he'll be like, okay, you want me to open the door? Like, why? I literally you just heard it two seconds ago. Are you afraid that you'll forget what? Oh. I know. I think I'm sure it's just like because he's used. It's like he worked in an auto repair shop for a long time, so like I'm sure people would like call stuff out and you would like repeat it back to know that you'd heard it. It's very common in the restaurant industry and other things too. Like you call something out, you repeat it back. That's like how you communicate that you've heard it. But God, it just bothers me to no end. So very specific. Oh, it fucks me up. God. Um, I guess the last thing that I will say is, I don't know if you run into this a lot because you're not on Facebook, but I'm sure it's on different social media that I'm not on that you are on. But, like, I love those, like, really quick, like, tasty or taste-made or mm-hmm. nifty those or bits. whatever, like, really quick, like, um, what is it? Top-down, like, videos of, like, showing mm-hmm. you blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they always have, like whatever, corny little captions, but they're, like, usually funny and, like, whatever. But lately, Mm. a lot of the captions are, like, almost too beautiful to eat. Like, no, they're not. Dot, dot, dot. Almost. Oh, I just, just like, I don't, like I don't that. know why it bothers me so much. Okay, but that's a good segue into another pick of mine, and then we'll really be done. But like, and then this will be the last one. Um, but like, my mom does not understand how to use ellipses in text messages, and will just leave me hanging. She'll be like, I'll say whatever if I'm visiting, and she'll be like, "Oh, are you coming back at this time?" I'm like, "Yeah," and she'll be like, "Okay, dot dot dot. Sounds good. Dot dot dot. See you then." I'm like, "What did the dot dot dots mean?" I'm so worried. <laughs> what did I do, Mom? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's oh, an, an intent. Oh, moms. No matter what. And you got two of them. And I got those, those mamas. Um, oh, okay. This has been a delightful episode. Uh, and you are delightful uh, to hear from. <laughs> I don't know why you said it like that. It's just really hot in here. I think we just need to end this. We're just baking. Okay. Bye. Bye. This has been Your Next Obsession, locally produced in a very hot apartment in Los Angeles. We're your hosts, Quinn and Renee. Special thanks to Jono for our music, Dean for our graphics, and Quinn for editing. You're welcome. Let us know what you thought of this episode by leaving a comment, and don't forget to subscribe. For more information on us and the show, search Your Next Obsession Podcast on all the social medias and or send an email to yournextobsessionpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening! We're adorable. We're so cute!